Hi, I'm Molly Anders. And I'm Ella Torrance, and you're listening to Dig Deeper, a deep dive into the psychological explanations of social experiences, everyday struggles, and philosophical perspectives. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different because we're going to take a pause on our regular podcast setup um, because the world is kind of in chaos right now and we just want to sit down and talk about it. So we are recording this episode on Friday, November 6th, and it's currently been three days since Election Day, and we're still waiting for a few key states. Yeah, this has been a roller coaster. I've been in constant stress, I think, throughout this whole entire week, it feels like. It feels like multiple weeks. Yeah, yeah, I don't think, like... I don't know, I feel like I've always been pretty involved in politics, but I don't think there's ever been a time when I've checked my phone so constantly. I think I was just, like, I was in my house and I was writing a midterm paper on slavery as I was watching Trump winning, because this was at the first night of the election, so I was just mortified by what I was researching and writing about, and even more mortified that so many people were voting for someone who is supported by the KKK. And I was just, I think that that was just, it was making me so stressed, so furious. I was literally shaking um, and I was just, it was so like high anxiety. I worked all day and I work at a restaurant and no one came in really all day long. It was completely dead. Um, and then on election night, I volunteer at this homeless shelter and I was there that night on election night. And it was so, I, I don't know, it was such a weird, high tension, quiet night. And I volunteer from like 8 p.m. to 1 in the morning. And the entire time we were all just kind of holding our breath. Just looking at statistics for this election, it is so close. Like, it is starking, like, it is (laughs) is crazily close. (laughs) And, like, even looking at Georgia right now, we are 49.4% Biden to Trump's 49.3%. Yeah, a couple hours ago, there was less than a 2,000 vote difference, which... (laughs) compared to what I don't know how many people voted in Georgia four million five million people 2000 is nothing it's so obvious that the agenda is just like to limit voting and I don't know like if you look at the entire world like we are or I mean not the entire world if you look at the entire United States we are majority democratic and it's just like people don't vote and so it's clearly on the Republican agenda to limit people from voting. Um, and that's such a, I don't know, it's such a threat to our democracy in general. And it feels like, mm-hmm. like if we're not letting everyone vote, like, I don't know. And I guess it's not like I totally believed in our democracy before <laughs> then. It just, it's even more clear. Like, I, I don't really know how it can be disguised as fair. So it seems like now the president Donald Trump is arguing that 
we need to take this issue of illegal votes to the Supreme Court. Yeah, he's kind of just basically throwing a temper tantrum because he's losing. Um, So I'm reading one of his tweets right now that says, I easily win the presidency of the United States with legal votes cast. The observers were not allowed in any way, shape, or form to do their jobs, and therefore votes accepted during this period must be determined to be illegal votes. U.S. Supreme Court should decide. Which, no, because, <laughs> like, all of the, the mail coming in is um, from mail-in ballots, which are completely legal. And since Donald Trump literally said to his supporters, don't vote mail-in ballots, like, he was, like, shaming them and, like, saying how corrupt they were, obviously most of the mail-in ballots are for Biden, Mail-in votes are votes. So when you're saying don't count these votes, then you're saying, like, you're just suppressing a huge part of the population to, like, have their vote heard. And, like, if we do live in a true democracy, which right now I don't think we do, but if we lived in a true democracy, then every single person's vote would count. Yeah, I mean, I think on the other end of that, though, like, living in a place like Washington... I, like, it's never been difficult to vote, and we don't even need stamps to vote anymore, which is awesome. And, like, um, I don't know. For my family, like, before I could vote, it's it's never been a challenge to vote, and it's never been something that I've been worried about. And I think that that, yeah, that's definitely part of our bubble, because if you look at, like, anywhere in the South or any place with, like, yeah. higher diversity, there's so much more, like, redlining and voter suppression and um but also it shouldn't be a privilege to vote like it's just a human right to be able to vote and like I look at I have a roommate who's from North Carolina and we were all filling our ballots together and we were so excited and me being from Washington I filled out my ballot and I stuck it in the like envelope and I like dropped it off at a drop box and that was the extent of my voting right but my friend from North Carolina, she had to have witnesses on her ballot. She had to have a stamp for her ballot. She had to do all these, like, extra steps just to be able to vote. And, like, it was, like, a crazy process, and that just, like, proved to me that voter suppression is real, and, like, they're trying to make you not vote in a lot of these places. Yeah, one of my um, friends from Texas, her ballot got denied for the last election. Like, she mailed in her ballot and it got denied and she never figured out when. Or, I mean, she never figured out why. Wow. If I'm taking anything away from this whole experience is that I was pretty sure that Biden was going to win by a landslide. I just, that's what I thought. I thought that, um, like, politics aside and parties aside, Trump has done a very bad job with the pandemic and that that's undeniable that's undeniable from both sides he has handled this pandemic um very poorly that led to many lives being lost so i thought and maybe that is my um living in seattle bubble that i am in but i just thought that everyone else could see that and biden would win by a landslide um as of right now it is looking like biden will win But 
I am still finding myself extremely discouraged because it is alarming how many people still voted for Trump. Um, And in my eyes, that even if Biden wins, now we have physical proof that over half of our country um, is has different morals than I do. (laughs) The far right has totally painted a different picture, like that we're handling the pandemic really well and we're super close to finding a vaccine. And it just, it's so, I don't know, like what's really jarring to me is the fact that it feels like we're just living in two separate realities with two separate sets of facts. And on the one hand, like all these people have died and it feels so like, it feels so terrible that like we've had such bad leadership. And then on the other side, there's this like, oh, we're doing so well with the pandemic and with the economy and everything's able to open back up again because, you know, and it just feels like how, how do these two realities exist <laughs> together in the yeah. same country? And also what's surprising is, um, like, you know, when you have different opinions than someone, it's both, it's both valid. Like if I say, oh, I like, you know, I like wearing jeans. And then you say, I don't like wearing jeans. Like that is an opinion. But, like, when you're saying, like, I don't like jeans, and then someone else says, like, well, jeans don't exist, well, they're just wrong. So people saying that the pandemic doesn't exist, like, it's not a matter of opinion or not, because the pandemic does exist. And I am a person who has lost a loved one to the pandemic. And it's, like, so when I hear, like, people saying that it's fake and it doesn't exist, like, it hurts me. And thinking about all this stress that I'm feeling right now... I know as a white female in Washington state, I have so much privilege and I am just now feeling all these feelings and feeling this stress about like, oh, will my rights be taken away? Will my like blah, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. Um, But I just have to think about that um, other people that are less privileged than I am always have this on their mind. It is a privilege not to care about politics. Because if you have the luxury not to care about politics, then you are not negatively being affected by politics. So when people say, like, why are you worrying so much? Like, don't care. It's like, it is what it is. It'll just make you more stressed out. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like, that is a privilege. things that was actually really scary to me and in the end it didn't end up being um like a close race or anything but with Jay Inslee in Washington versus like Lauren Culp like I don't know I know that Inslee has gotten like a lot of hate since the pandemic just because um he's been kind of or I don't know he's been seen as super strict about COVID rules and like restricting and you know limiting people's right to go out to eat or whatever or not wear a mask um and so I know a lot of people um didn't vote for him this year and a lot of people um yeah voted for Culp I just remember seeing a lot of signs all over the place in like Tacoma and over by like the coast um and I think also yeah there was a lot of hate on Inslee about like I don't know, there was, like, this Inslee killed Seattle thing because of all the Black Lives Matter protests and because all these businesses shut down and because of the large amount of homeless people in Seattle. Um, And those were two things that, like, really scared me, especially because we, 
I don't know, like, we both grew up in a super liberal part of Washington, and then we moved to a super liberal part of Washington, and then you grow to think of Washington as super liberal, and then you look at every single county around us. Either way, no matter what happens, I feel pretty scared for the next couple months. Um, Because I was just reminded that it's not like Biden wins and then just like, okay, Trump's out, like we still have a couple more months. Um, Yeah, and also if Biden wins, Trump is not one to um, peacefully transition. Which is something I've been really afraid of the past four years, that we're just going to become a fascist nation. Um, We are well on our way. (laughs) We are well on our way to a fascist nation, which is terrifying. Anyway, um, that was Dig Deeper. (laughs) I'm Ella Torrance. I'm Molly Anders. We hope you have a great, great week. (laughs) Keep positive. Thank you.